This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture X Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on everything you buy. Plus, get access to a $300 annual credit for bookings through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. Details at CapitalOne.com. It feels like nothing in the news these days makes any sense. So Hassan Minhaj turned to his father and his faith for answers. He said, don't worry about the number of questions. Just worry about which questions become more clear and solidified. Comedian Hassan Minhaj on how his spirituality is getting him through. Listen and subscribe to It's Been a Minute from NPR. From NPR Music, this is Alt Latino. I'm Felix Contreras. We find ourselves in a moment unlike any of us have experienced before. Unfortunately, we are yet again collectively expressing outrage and grief over another example of excessive police force that has resulted in the death of an African-American man. And we are seeing frustration, anguish, and anger manifest itself again in streets around the country. And what makes this moment different is that it all plays out against the backdrop of a deadly pandemic that has completely changed our worlds and that has also laid bare societal inequities that were always there but were just not adequately addressed. And since this is a music-oriented show, my go-to is to think about the role music has, if any, in current events. Many of you shared the music that helped you cope with those first scary and uncharted days of the lockdown. And now I find myself thinking about music and protest. We've covered that before here on Alt Latino. Our first exploration of that was back in our second year, 2011, and most recently just last July. And what I'd like to do this week is dip into the Alt Latino archives and replace some segments that illustrate how protest music can reflect anger, anguish, and even hopes and dreams of a better world. And we start with the show I did in July of 2018. This was produced during the height of protests against the Trump administration's immigration policies. On a balmy June afternoon, the members of the Washington, D.C.-based mariachi Los Gallos Negros are performing in front of the White House as part of a rally against what was the Trump administration's policy of separating the children of asylum seekers from their parents at the U.S.-Mexican border. From NPR Music, I'm Felix Contreras, and this is a special edition of Alt Latino, in which we turn our attention to musicians who are expressing opposition to the Trump administration's controversial policy. This week, we'll hear from artists who have not only stepped up their activism, but have also crafted musical stories about family separation told from the perspective of immigrants who no longer feel welcomed here in the United States. And you know, just as we saw in demonstrations across the country just this past weekend, protesting these policies is not limited to the Latino community. So in this show, we'll hear not only from artists you may have heard here in Alt Latino, but we'll also hear a song about family separation from a country artist in Nashville. And we're going to talk to a renowned New York City-based jazz and rock guitarist whose message of resistance is told through a popular song from Mexico. But for now, let's go back out to the rally in front of the White House here in Washington, D.C. and Los Gallos Negros performing the song Migra. Vamos a hablarle por tantos testigos. Eso es fácil, fácil. Eso es 
One of the facilities being used to temporarily house the separated parents and children is in Tornillo, Texas, which sits right in between Interstate 10 and the Mexican border, just about 35 miles east of El Paso. Tornillo is also the home of a recording studio called The Sonic Ranch, and it's a favorite of many Texas-based musicians, including David Garza. He was at the Sonic Ranch working on some recordings when a spontaneous demonstration at the holding facility quickly became part of the national dialogue and national news coverage. He says he grabbed a guitar and headed out to join the folks protesting. You know, I, I was strangely the only musician out there with all the other people. I thought there would be more. I mean, there was just hundreds of people, eventually thousands of people and one guitar. And it, it was an honor, actually, to really represent music like that, you know, people wanted to hear everything from, you know, like the classics, No Nos Moveran, De Colores, which is, you know, back in the Cesar Chavez days in the 70s, to, uh, you know, Tom Petty, Won't Back Down, and uh, Yo Soy Chicano, it's another great 70s era fight song, and um, people wanted to hear just songs that made them feel feel like they're part of the, of the fight, you know. Immediately after that experience, David Garza says he was moved to record a song right on the border. Standing back-to-back -back with vocalist Paulina Reza from the band The Chamanas, Garza is standing in the U.S. and Reza on the Mexican side. And they chose to sing the song Besame Mucho, which is known as a popular romantic bolero. But the lyrics of the chorus take on a haunting new meaning in the context of family separations. They say, kiss me, kiss me many times, as if this is our last night together. This is David Garza and Paulina Reza from the video they recorded on the border, which you can see on our website at npr.org slash altlatino. I'm here in Tornillo, Texas, to offer up a song and prayer to all the families separated by the wall. Estoy aquí en Guadalupe, en donde muchas familias han sido separadas por un muro. Enviamos nuestras oraciones. 
You're listening to Alt Latino. I'm Felix Contreras. When we started this show in 2010, Alt Latino was co-hosted by my dear friend Jasmine Garst. And right now we're going to go back to 2011 and a conversation we had about artists who speak to their times through music. We'll hear some music about the mistreatment of farm workers, as well as a call out to the FBI and their murder of a Puerto Rican social activist. Here's Jasmine Garst. 
This is a great opportunity to remind our listeners to follow us on Facebook and on Twitter. We have been for the last couple of weeks having some really interesting conversations with our listeners in preparation of today's show uh, about political protest songs. And one of the questions that we asked our listeners that I definitely want to ask listeners again today is during times of trouble, during economic crisis or repressive government, what is the role of an artist? Should an artist be a source of distraction or should they be activists and be really vocal and protesting? What is the role of an artist? And we're going to read two very short little messages from two of our listeners. Elia Lopez Gross said accusations of being too passive or even worse of being accomplices have affected a lot of artists who for different reasons do not openly adopt political stands. It's hard to condemn them. Yes, there are messages and causes that are worth supporting, but there is also something transcendental and therapeutic in music, something that does not always need to be contaminated. It sounds like he's given them uh, an option to do either one. Micaela Torregrosa Mahoney wrote in, she says, an artist who does not do both, entertain and be an activist, is purely commercial and a soulless artist. I cannot think of a single Latin American artist I've liked in the past 30 years who has not sung at least one or two political protest songs. So we want to thank them and everybody else for writing in because it's been, that was a very healthy and active conversation online. And you can continue it on our website, npr.org slash altlatino. Felix, you brought another song in. Next, we're going to do a song written in 1948 by Woody Guthrie about a plane wreck that killed a load of migrant farm workers who were being deported back to Mexico. He wrote this song in response to the apathy in the American public about the people that were killed. It's performed by the band Los Super 7. It's called Deportee. The crops are all in, and the peaches are rotting. The oranges are piled, and their crayons so done. They're flying them back to the Mexican border. Pay all their money to wait back again. My father's own father, he waited that river. He took all the money he made in his life. My brothers and sisters come working. Who is this band? Who's Super 7? Los Super 7 was a band that was put together by a bunch of people. Like, um, there were members of Los Lobos, uh, Freddie Fender, Joe Ely from Austin, Doug Som from Austin. Those two guys were from that first generation of musicians from Texas who mixed Mexican and Western sensibilities in their music. They all came together to make this folk traditional album. But it also includes songs with messages like this. This is one of my favorite songs. Bruce Springsteen has done it. A lot of uh, English language listeners have done it. And one of my favorite versions is this one here. Some of us are legal. Some of us ain't wanted. Our work contracts out. We got to. We've been really mellow. We've been talking about very intense topics. 
let's pump it up. Let's get some blood boiling. And who better to do that than Calle 13? Querido compatriota, abogados, maestros, alcaldes, hinchotas, doctores, bichotes, bomberos, enfermeros, contables, traqueteros, todo el mundo entero. Por mi madre que hoy me disfrazo de machetero. Y esta noche voy a holcar a 10 marineros. Hoy tengo la mano aniquelada y a mano pelada les voy a dar una pela para que vean que el gas pela. Nuestra bandera la han llenado de meao. Murió de sangrado, mi gente que murió de sangrado. Nunca arrodillado, lo van a tener que enterrar parado con el machete al lado. Que se activen la perla, lloren Barbosa, Manuela, Caimito, Vista Hermosa, Covadonga, Camarones, Altura, Torre Sabana, Villa Esperanza, Sabana Bajo, Villa Fontana, Gladiola, Villa Carolina, el pueblo de Trujillo, Las Parcelas, San John, Monteatillo, Canales, San José, Río Grande, Luquillo, Fuerte Tierra, Santurce, Monacillo, Urbanizaciones, Caserío, el FBI se ha metido en un lío, está casi Blanca, ahora voy a explotar con estilo en el nombre de Filiberto Ojeda Río. Me tumbaron el pulmón derecho, pero todavía respiro. Me voy a los tiros, pero todavía respiro. A los federales con piedra les tiro. Y si no hay piedra, pues les tiro con guiro. Con lo que sea, tumbaron al hombre, pero no a la idea. A todos los federales los escupo con diarrea. Me dan náuseas, me dan asco. Yo sé que estoy perdiendo los cascos por culpa de usted, bruto. La calle 13 está de luto. Con calma, compi, hay que ser astuto. Cállate. Okay, here we go. Let's bring it on, man. Well, you know, a lot of people suggested Calle 13, some of their more recent work. I chose Querido FBI because it's actually the first Calle 13 song I ever heard. This song is called Querido FBI, or Dear FBI. Very controversial song on a very controversial topic. They released it in 2005 as they were working on their very first album, 30 hours after the death of Puerto Rican revolutionary leader Filiberto Ojeda Rios. And it's a song about, I mean, the FBI goes in and kills him. Mm -hmm. He was uh, the commander-in-chief of the Boricua Popular Army, of the independence movement. He was on the FBI's most wanted list. Mm -hmm. Some considered him a hero, some considered him a terrorist. Sure. But there was a big outcry about the FBI going into Puerto Rico and killing him, to the point that the Justice Department of Puerto Rico filed a suit in federal court against the FBI and against the U.S. Attorney General, saying, why didn't we know that you were going to come in here and, and kill someone? Sure. You know, and it's also controversial because some people said, well, this song incites violence against government officials and U.S. officials. And Calle 13 lead singer René Pérez came out and said, look, that's just me being really frustrated at this situation. So, their first album's 2005, uh, 2011, they sweep the Grand Latin Grammys. But going back to their first album, they've always had that political edge to them. And I remember hearing this song being like, whoa, who are these guys? Because lyrically, they're spitting fire here. Right. I think it's time to move to a group of artists who are very political, but have a really good sense of humor. No I, it's doubt. hard to listen to their songs and not be stimulated politically, but also not crack up. This is Molotov from Mexico. Give me the power. Do it. La policía te está extorsionando Dinero. Pero ellos de lo que tú estás pagando y si te tratan como a un delincuente Ladrón. no es tu culpa dale gracias al regente hay que arrancar el problema de raíz uh -huh. y cambiar al gobierno de nuestro país a la gente 
vivo y yo ya no soy un pendejo que no guachas los puestos del gobierno. Hay personas que se están enriqueciendo. Gente que vive en la pobreza. Nadie hace nada porque nadie le interesa. La gente de arriba te detesta. Hay más gente que quiere que caigan sus cabezas y le das más poder al poder. Más duro. Le fuimos potencia mundial. Somos pobres, nos manejan mal. Dame, 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 dame todo el power para que te demos el You're listening to Alt Latino. I'm Felix Contreras, and this week we're exploring the relationship between song and social movements, protest music from here in the U.S. and throughout Latin America. And that's where we turn to next. Former Alt Latino host Jasmine Garst is from Argentina, a country that had a long history of a brutal dictatorship that resulted in an unknown number of deaths at the hands of government troops and right-wing paramilitary death squads. There's no way for most of us to know what it's like to live with that kind of brutal reality, even within your own family. But in an alt-Latino episode from October of 2012, Jasmine shared some music and a story that hit close to home for her. Here's the audio from that show. Let's move forward a little bit uh, to the 80s. This song came out in the early 80s in Argentina. This is Charlie Garcia and the song Los Dinosaurios, or The Dinosaurs. As an Argentine, it's very hard for me to listen to this song. Charlie Garcia is an icon of Argentine rock, and Los Dinosaurios, or the dinosaur, is a, is a remembrance of all the people who disappeared during the dictatorship uh, in the 70s and 
early 80s. And what he's saying is basically uh, your friends on the street, they could disappear. That person talking on the radio, he could disappear. Everyone can disappear. And really what characterized uh, not only the Argentine dictatorship, but dictatorships uh, across Latin America is is disappearing. And I remember one of the times I went back to Argentina in the last 10 years, I sat down and and talked to a, a, a family friend whose mother disappeared. And one of the things he told me that really stuck by me is that ever since Greek mythology, the ultimate indignity for a human being is to not be allowed a proper burial. That is what distinguishes us from animals. Uh, We bury our dead and we revere them. This, This guy who was a son of someone who disappeared, you know, he said that one of the things that happens to him, even 30 years later, when he gets home and he sees a light on at his house, he thinks, maybe my mom came yeah. home. And I, I asked him, I mean, this is a grown man. And I asked him, do you think you will ever be at peace? Because um, there was this excavation team of, of arche- uh, forensic archaeologists who was mm-hmm. digging up a mass grave. And there was a possibility that his mother would be found. And I said, do you think, what if she's found? Do you, do you think you will ever have peace? He said, no, I, I, I will never have peace, ever, never. And to hear a grown man say that, that's very difficult. You've been listening to Alt Latino. In light of the uprisings and demonstrations taking place around the country, we wanted to take a look back at some of the shows we've done during our 10-year history of Alt Latino, re-examining the relationship between music and the individual and collective expression of grief, anger, and rage. We're going to close with a song from a playlist that was put together by myself and alt-Latino contributor Stephanie Fernandez last July of 2019. Among all the new music that we received that week, we received a number that took a look at social ills and challenged the established order in music. One of them was a song called Pan Pan by the artist Annie Cordero, and it speaks to the economic and health crisis in Puerto Rico and features the rapper Emina. Before we play that, I want to remind you to reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter. We are NPR's Alt Latino. These are intensely troubling times we're living through, and Alt Latino will continue to reflect the topics and issues that matter to you most. As always, thank you for listening to Alt Latino from NPR Music. I'm Felix Contreras. Ten cuidado. Be safe out there, folks.
Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands, but because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit com slash NPR and save an additional $200. Quien Are We is a podcast that celebrates the stories and joy of Latin people. Your identity is where you grew up. I think I belong in Colombia. Who you grew up with. My sister and I would make up English words. The foods you ate. I owe my life to the flour tortilla. The traditions that you celebrate, the things that make you happy. Listen to Quien Are We, a podcast from Colorado Public Radio, part of the NPR Network. I'm Jesse Thorne. Why did Cola Scola write a bonkers, extremely fictionalized play about Mary Todd Lincoln? Well, you know, it was 2020 and we were all so isolated. I, I just started doing research. On, but the truth is, I, no, I just thought of it. We'll talk about that and more on Bullseye from MaximumFun.org and NPR.